Brian. Carrie, what's going on? <laughs> what's up? Can you hear me? I'm here with Khaki. I can't. I can't. Hey, Kak, what's happening? How you doing? I'm doing fine, sitting here with a bunch of critters. Uh, oh, no, that's perfect, because this is episode number, I don't know what number it is, maybe nine. And, uh, and, and you uh, happen to be our favorite aunt, but also you have a bunch of critters. So I do. Favorite aunt and featured guest. What's, Welcome so, to the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Actually, I personally only have one critter, but that critter brought home two friends, and then the two friends brought home two friends. So can we, can we I only have one. Can we pause at the first part of that statement? You, you only personally have two. Are there others that you own collectively? Well, my cats own them. They brought them home. So there's, there's, six, there's six in the household. Okay. But but I only but I only have one or two. So (laughs) wait, you said one earlier. Now we have two or two. Yeah, (laughs) something like that. Like a respirator situation, or is there just some ambiguity about whether it lives there or not? Uh, well, yeah, that could be it because the town only allows like three. (laughs) So I just say that there's an ordinance. The town actually doesn't let you have more than a few animals. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely three. Yeah, and most importantly, how do you know about that or- that ordinance? Is it because you've come afoul of it in the past and gotten marked? <laughs> we need to know how you know this. Is is there a rat we should be targeting? Um, no, he's no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> we took care of that. No, that goes That's back. Stitches. Snitches get stitches. What's that? Snitches get stitches. But speaking of rats, yes. do your, so do your cats bring bring treats you know of things that they kill birds etc oh yeah oh my gosh yeah well three of them i refer to as my cats and three i refer to as the ferals because they were formerly feral before i trapped them um and since they were wild for the first five months of their lives you know the food out the birds every that was dinner so on the rare occasion that a bird or something does come in and one of the ferals gets it, you just see a couple of feathers on the floor. <laughs> it's gone. It's full consumption. That's good. Sometimes That's a foot. Sometimes a foot. But Wait, um, are these indoor outdoor cats? Do they go in and out on their own will? Is there a door? I, or- yeah. I hate to say they do. Um, I live in a one bedroom condo, so it's just hard to lock them all up. Um, my cats, the three, don't go out much. They'll they'll go out on the deck, um, you know, f- for a brief time, and then they come back in and sleep. The ferals will go out. They will go out, and I, you know, and I, I, I do feel bad, but I think of it as, you know, what I can do what I can for them, and I did save them from the situation they're in, and I hope nothing happens to them. Um, but they just would go out of their minds if they were locked in all the time. One in particular, she'd go absolutely bonkers. And and in case the, the local regulators are listening to this podcast, we'd like to make it explicitly clear the ferals and one of the other three spend at least 50% of their time outside the home. So those are areas by <laughs> well, no means afoul of the two-cat limit. <laughs> well, and their, their ears are tipped, the, the ferals, because when I trapped them, they went right – to the spay wagon so their ears are tipped i don't know if you know what that means they no chop. i don't we don't know what that means 
So whenever um, a trapper or TNI, TNR, you maybe heard that expression, trap, neuter, return, um, catches one, takes it to the vet. The vet chops the top of the ear, the pointy part of one of their ears off. And that tells the next, and then they let them go back out again, the ferals. And that tells the next person that might come along that might want to trap them, make sure that they're fixed so there's not more kittens. Uh, that tells them that someone's already done it. So my, what's not, so are, are there TNR programs like all across the country? Cause I don't like see feral cats running around. Like, is this a problem everywhere? Or is this a specific problem where you live? Well, I'll tell you, I, on Instagram, I follow about 15 people all in New York city, all doing this. There are just some unbelievable people out of New York city. And I've tried to find the same in Boston. Um, there is a group, but you know, I just, it's a small group and, and you know, there's so many thousands of cats out there. So it is not nearly as active as the people out in New York city, but no, everywhere does. And the, the great thing about New York city is they get from me following the Instagrams. There's uh programs there where they will fix them for free. So, you know, for someone like me that has trapped some cats here where I live a couple of times and tried to find them homes. Um, it's all on me. If I, get them fixed or, or whatever. And, you know, that adds up, but that is like an awesome program out in New York city. Terry, when, Terry, when I rescued my cat in Shanghai, uh, you know, I thought I, I called my kind of friend who's kind of a cat lady and I said, Hey, I got it. And she's like, that's great, Ryan, but now you need to take to the vet, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I had to pay thousands of dollars to deworm and neuter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's just talking about himself. Not even the right. right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I know what you're talking about because when I brought the ferals home, so they were five months old and everybody told me, you know, the, the so-called professionals that I consulted in, um, and I borrowed traps from at the time. I have my own trap now, but at the time they all said, no, 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 they're too old. Five months, way too old. You know, you've got to get them by eight weeks in front of humans or forget it. And when I, I didn't think they were five months, but when I took them to the vet, she's like, no, they're about five months. And everyone told me, put them back in the woods. And I just said, you know what? I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to drive into work and then have there be three and then have there be two and then have there be one. I just couldn't do it. I said, I'm not going to do it. And the shelter that was taking them right after I trapped them, um, I had to wait till the spay wagon was coming around and then it was coming on this particular Tuesday. So I said, all right, Monday night, I'm setting the traps at work so I could take them right tomorrow morning. And the shelter said, oh, well, okay, that's great. But guess what? We're full. So we can't take them. So that was the other partial reason why they had to go back in the woods. And I just said, you know what? This, that's not happening. So I got a huge extra, extra large dog crate and I took them back here after the spay wagon and uh, mother and four kittens and the mother after a month was full on feral so she went to a barn and i kept the kittens <laughs> so i want to back i want to back up terry because my first memory of cats would be we go to we go up to grammy's house and you'd have you had you know plus his heart beasley, beasley. who was just 
who, you know, was just a horrible cat from our perspective. <laughs> no! You know, <laughs> would, would run away. We would try and chase him. He wasn't friendly. You know, I don't know. And we were so just interacting with dogs. We, we were, yeah. Like yeah. So we didn't, Kat yeah. and I didn't have the cat bug yet. And, uh, and so we didn't get it. And, you know, what's your comment on kind of cat personalities? You are, are you, would you defend call it? Beasley's legacy. Yeah, defend Beasley's legacy. Do you actually prefer cats over dogs? You know, what's going on here? Well, I, you know, I grew up with dogs, of course, you guys know, and I love dogs. But the, the problem is, if you live alone, I mean, you've got to be home, you know, yeah, twice a day. I saw a great thing on Animal Planet recently that said, consider this, that when you go to work in the morning, when you walk out the door, you go to the bathroom, and then you are not, you know, you don't have a bathroom. You cannot go again until you walk back through that door at 6 p.m. Can you imagine yourself not? using a bathroom the entire day until 6 p.m. And it said, that's what you're asking your dog to do. So, you know, and I have a, a dog walking business too. I take dogs out. It's of course always in the middle of the day. And that's, I mean, that's the thing with dogs is you've got to be there once, twice a day. And when you live alone, it's all on you. And to always be, Oh, I got to go home. I got to let my dog out. Uh, cats, you can leave for, a day or two because they've got their bathroom, the litter box. Um, so it's much easier when you're by yourself to have cats. Now, dogs, you can take more places on weekends. You can sometimes, you know, throw them in the car. As you know, people bringing dogs to situate. Um, and cats don't travel so well. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I love dogs. I, I'd love to have these. There's this new breed. It's a mini husky. It's adorable. But anyways. On the on the cats don't travel well point, I, I have a good story which involves you that I'll, I'll tell it fast. We've got limited time here on Animal Podcast. Uh, in college, I had a cat. Um, being an enterprising young sophomore, I thought this would be a good way. Uh, we'll set aside my motivations here. Yes. But we, we come up on the end of sophomore year and we realize, crap, we're scattering off around the country to our internships and nobody and can. And Terry said, don't do summer. it. Don't do and it. So, it's not a good idea, yeah, Aunt Terry said. <laughs> When we got the cat, you said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What are you guys thinking? And so fast forward nine months, we get to the end of the school year. We, we have the genius idea to put an ad on Craigslist. Uh, three young college students looking for somebody to board their cat for the summer. Um, happy to pay all expenses. Please um, let us know if you think you'd be up to the task. We post this on Craigslist. About 30 seconds later, we get an email. I get an email from you just saying, I know this is you. I absolutely <laughs> know this is you. No way. And, and I told you this would happen. <laughs> well, but what I will say though is we ended up finding the absolute perfect person who brought who returned Sherlock to us at the end of summer and had put like eight pounds on the cat. It was right. perfect. Yeah. Terry, do you notice that so my cat uh she uh poops in one litter box and pees in the other. Do you notice that that's a thing? Um you know, it's hard to tell because some of mine go outside, and I think they definitely go outside. Um, I think I think you're right. When if I because I've got two boxes um, which were for, were totes. They're not like little litter boxes. They're like tote size, um, and I would say that's yeah, that's probably pretty close. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Any other weird cat facts for us, Terry? Um, weird cat facts. You want to hear? I'll tell you real quick. Funny story. stories. Yeah. You'll love this because it's. Grammy L too. So the infamous Beasley, 
Uh, yeah, we both here. We moved. It's very mixed, mixed legacy, mixed legacy. Yes. Oh, he's a beautiful cat. Anyway, so one day I'm pulling up just uh, to my balcony here. There's like ten feet of grass between this and the driveway, and I pull up, put the groceries in. Then Beasley comes out. He's sitting on the grass, and now I just have to pull forward thirty feet into my parking spot. So I jump in and I go to pull forward, and I hear this thump. And I just jumped out and there were two people standing there. I said, oh, my God, that's not what I thought it was. And they kind of shook their heads that it was. And Beasley ran into the house. I ran in after him. He's like hyperventilating in the bedroom. Rush him to 24-hour vets like a mile from here. Rush him down there. Needless to say, within 10 minutes, I'm walking back through my door with his collar in my hand which was heartbreaking. An hour and a half I, later, I, I had know a that. date with this ex-Jets football player. And, I'm, and yeah, he shows up and I'm like, I, I just ran my cat over and killed it. Anyways, speed forward. Um, the next morning, I call Granny. You gotta find, how did the date go? Oh, you know, he said, oh, you know, we don't have to go out. We don't have to go out. I said, no, no, no that's okay. But I can't talk about it. I just... We can't talk okay. about it. So we went in by dessert. I would, talk I would classify that as poorly, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. No, 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 no. And uh, he was hung around for a couple of months. <laughs> Anyways, okay, all right, so this morning I called Grammy L telling her, oh, Beasley, da, da, da. And so we hang up the phone. An hour later, she calls me. She says, Terry, I called the vet. And they still had him. And I drove up there, she says, and they had him in this little cardboard box that was shaped like a coffin. <laughs> and so I opened the back of the wagon and I put him in the back. She said, I turned my headlights on just like my own one car funeral procession. And I brought him back to situate. So he's back here at the house. What do you want me to do with him? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> you did What? And so she says, you know, I'm going to bury him. Do you want him in the garden or the flagpole? I said, well, the garden, the ocean wipes it out sometimes. So go with the flagpole. Do you want him the sunny side, the shady side? I was just like, mom, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Put him. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's talking on and on. She says, well, you know, cause my little dog Skippy is buried there too from, you know, 60 years before that. I said, well, all I have to say is it doesn't really matter where you bury him, but, Probably you just want to remember where you buried Skippy because when you dig the hole, <laughs> you're going to come back across your friend Skippy. Um, no, it's, so, it's, you know? it's not just Skippy. Terry, what's going on? We got disconnected. Where did we get disconnected? Do you know? Well, I, th I think we were burying Beasley at the flagpole, but uh, um, that was a great story. So, But overall, this has been fun. We went for 15 minutes. I think we, we, wow. learned, a little, we, we learned a little bit. Um, but I didn't want to just end because this has happened to us before, perhaps my fault, where we have some technical difficulties. I didn't want to end on a, on a on a just a dropped, you know, kind of random note here. So I want to give you the last word on cats for those of us, for those of us that, that love them, um, for those of us that don't understand them, which is actually a real thing. For example, a lot of people don't don't get cats and they don't like them because they don't get them. What's your, no, what's your kind of comment and there? You know, what, you know what they say every single time when they, those, those non-cat people get around someone's particular cat in general and they find out that guess what? It's a nice cat. Inevitably they say, Oh, but he's just like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, he's just like a cat. You just didn't know that cats aren't so bad. But yeah. don't you hear that around your cat, Ryan? Anyone who comes over and meets it, it will suddenly say, oh, well, but he's just like a dog. Yeah, I find myself even saying that, which is which is perhaps not not ideal, but uh, because they are lovely. And um, but, you know, but that goes to there is something there, though. There are some cats that just aren't great, just like there's some dogs that aren't great. But it seems like the chances of having a cat that's not great might be slightly higher. What say you? Um, yes, I think so, because dogs are like you know, want attention and they're pack animals and they, you know, they're wagging their tail and all that. So I think, yeah, maybe in general and cats are just very aloof. And so people that are dog people want something that's going to come running over and greet them at the door and jump up and down. Yeah, no, you're not going to get that from a cat. <laughs> well, my cat, my cat does do that. Um, does? Oh, she meets me at the door every time I come home. Wow. Could she see out the window or she hear like the keys? She hears the, me coming down the hall, you know, and she's also talking. She's very vocal. Oh. Then as soon as I come in, she does her stretches for about two seconds while I kind of step over her. And then she jumps right up my arms. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, mine gather when they hear me come through the door. So, well, yeah. some of them will kind of look well <laughs> or look up. I don't know if that's gathering. But yeah, um, yeah so I mean, they'll come out. But you're not going to get the reception you get from a dog who's running around circles and do, going do the, do the do the feral ones that you kind of rescued later and that, that pop in and out. Do those ones um, like to kind of be held and do they jump up in your arms ever? Um, they well, I'm not one that has ever really carried my cats around, picked them up a lot. Um, but they definitely will come right. There's one that's really come around and he is always wants to sit on the couch and uh, he loves attention, but he loves it. He, the, the funny thing is, is the ferals love my cats and love other cats. And so many people say that about ferals is that, you know, they're individual, you'll see them by themselves. And, you know, that, that I have not found that these ones are the, they're so loving and they just love other cats more so than my cats, even liking them. So yeah, I I I was very surprised by that, actually. Interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, this this has been fun. Um, you know, I think I think there's so much to to cover on cats. We might have to do another one down the line here. Oh yeah, sure. I got down the road. I'll tell you the other great Grammy story with Murphy. It was pretty funny. So well, oh, there's we'll a few Murphy stories, but we'll do a dog episode and we're, we'll, we'll get we'll get them on that one okay sounds good um because we, we might have more than five listeners at that point we'll see <laughs> okay sounds good all right all right terry uh merry christmas happy new year talk soon thanks same to you have a good one yeah bye-bye okay bye